an update on New Year's objectives, and our favorite purchases from 2021. This is Mac Voices. Today's Mac Voices is supported by Mac Voices After Dark. Uncensored, off-topic, and always off the wall. Mac Voices After Dark is available as a benefit to our Patreon subscribers. Sign up at patreon.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, it's Tuesday night. It's 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. That means this is Mac Voices Live. Uh, we are live on YouTube at youtube.com slash TV. We have people uh, slowly gathering in the chat room. We'd love to have you come and join us uh, this week or next week or any Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, because <coughs> you'll find us here uh, trying to get uh, our, our folks in line and give you some information and a little bit of entertainment. Or is that entertainment and a little bit of information? I'm not sure which, but whatever. We do, we do what we do. Um, so uh, let's go around the room, find out who's here, and then we'll figure out what we're doing. Um, first up, uh, Mr. David Ginsburg has joined us. David, good to have you. Good to be here. Another great week of uh, lively conversation. Those good topics. And uh, yeah, it's glad to be here. Great. Great. Are you assuming you. too much? No. We always have lively conversation. <laughs> Dave is a positive thinker. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> always, always look for the positive. Speaking of positive, Mr. Jim Ray is here. Jim, good to have you. <laughs> Yippee. Okay. okay. Good. There, there's positive. Have there's, you I been watching Phantom Menace? What? What's Yippee? How did, That's what I want to know. How's that? How's I said I was Mr. Positive, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't want to, okay. you know, make a liar out of him. I appreciate <laughs> that. I appreciate that. Uh, Brittany Smith is here um, bringing up Star Wars right off the bat. <laughs> Brittany, good to well, see I, you. It just gave me like flashbacks. So, you know. Why? Thanks for having me, Chuck. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Phantom Yippee. Menace, you know. I don't remember Yippee and the Phantom Menace. It's an yeah. your brain. Line. Yeah. Because never, you know, that's always what you want to hear from Darth Vader. It's Yippee. <laughs> Moving on. So I'm completely <laughs> lost already. We're not five minutes into the show. Uh, Jeff Gammon is here. Jeff, welcome. Great to have you as always. Yippee. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm I'll doubly lost. You. Chuck, <laughs> seriously, I I am happy to be here. It's it's so great to get to hang out with all of you. I look forward to my Tuesday evenings. Yeah, I think we all do, Jeff. I think we all do. Just just for some comic relief, if nothing else. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Yeah. Last but not least, uh, Mr. Warren Sklar has joined us um, after another exile period of exile. Warren, I'm glad to have you back. Glad you're still in one piece. I'm still here. I uh, forgot what Jeff looked like, so that bothered me. So here I am. Yeah, I I, I get that. And uh, I I was starting to uh, forget what you look like, Warren. Luckily, uh, I had a screenshot from uh, a previous Mac Voices Live. Uh, And so I would just look at that every now and then. Yeah, I didn't didn't have one. And, uh, you know, sleeping has been tough. I'll I'll be honest with you. I I, I get it. I I, I really get it. Mm. Missed my friend. 
Okay. <laughs> uh, I, well, Warren, I definitely also want to. I'm glad you're say, not dead. Yeah. I want to say hello to everybody. In, in the, <laughs> and I say uh, that with love. Wow. Oh, uh, I want to say hello to everybody in the chat room. Uh, the ones that are there, the ones that are participating in the chat, and also the ones that are just hanging out working. Um, say something, folks. It's, it's always good to see you, and we love your input. Wanted to start off the show tonight just with a little bit of follow-up. Um, last time we got together, we talked about some New Year's resolutions that weren't necessarily resolutions and New Year's objectives. And I wanted to report that I've been, I have been holding my end of the bargain up. Um, every day I have unsubscribed or deleted at least 10, maybe not spam emails, but you know those emails that you end up on the list and you just, too often you just delete and never bother to unsubscribe. And I have to tell you, it has made a difference. I, I don't think I realized how many of these companies or entities sent me daily emails. And so as a result, you know, I was having to clean them out every day. And sometimes it takes two or three days, but, you know, pretty soon I, you start seeing a big difference. So if, if you didn't follow my lead, follow it now and, and start unsubscribing to things. It's what I did on the way home from uh, driving my son to Boston or driving home from Boston. My wife, my wife drove and I uh, did exactly what you did on the way home. Um, do you have Unroll, a program called Unroll Me? Anybody? No. I used nope. to use that. I, I heard that there was a privacy concern, so I stopped using it. I've, I've been using it for years and years. Um, no issues. But anyhow, it's um, the privacy issue is it, it hooks into your email accounts and that's how it works so but what it does is basically hook into your uh email accounts and it uh uh tries to keep or unsubscribe you from uh spam and uh it goes in there and does a pretty good job so uh it's free and mm -hmm. yep that's a link um and you know it's you know it's not, yeah, it's not a perfect science with that because what it does is unsubscribe you based on the email address, right? So a lot of spam, you know, you'll start to see how it actually comes in and it'll be the same domain name, but the the the, the junk in the beginning changes every time they send it out. So you'll, you'll, you know, it's not perfect, but it, you know, it works. Yeah, maybe, maybe they did some improvements because years ago they weren't as, as uh, transparent with what, with the weather collecting I see on their site now, um, they are uh, telling you, okay, here's how we keep your data safe and how yeah. we're looking. So I was, I was always a little concerned about that. It obviously has to log into your email and parse it, but you know that's that that's the issue. So yeah. if you're okay with that, then go nuts. Um, I'm I'm not familiar with this one at all. Um, I I'll have to look into. You say it's free. It's free. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Then how are then they how are they making the money? We got to ask that question. Do we know? I mean, there's a whole bunch of like type programs out there on the App Store that do it for free too. Um, I don't know. Um, the goodness of their hearts. Uh, so we maybe. have to wonder how all of them make their money. So <laughs> yeah. you know the <laughs> the money the easy money that I could see in something like unenroll me would be to sell uh, like uh, validation information back to to uh, people or companies that are buying email lists. 
They, they send and, you uh, so then they could they could have a way to filter out uh, emails that are less likely to be uh, uh, valid targets. They have your email address. I'm a, you know I'm kind of assume that their whole purpose is to get rid of you know spam and and newsletters. It would be ironic if they sold your information and do exactly that. But um, they they send you an email uh, here uh, every day. You could get an email to roll up, and basically the roll up is kind of like it tries to group together things you keep. It's like a kind of a a report of what they did. Um, so next time I get, it, I'll see if there's any ads in that link that they send you or any, in an email. I don't know, but that's the only thing I can think of um, unless they're doing something uh, nefarious. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess I went through and I, I know that there's some things in there that came from, you know, getting on press lists or uh, you know, d- different legitimate ways that I got subscribed. Um, yeah. And so as a result, I didn't want to just well, I didn't want to use the what, what for me would be the nuclear option, and that is because I subscribe to uh, SaneBox, and I can put it in their sane black hole, and, and I know then it'll just absolutely, I will never see an email again. The trouble with that is, though, that sometimes I might want to see, me, see an email again, especially if I have forgotten, um, you know, what I put in the sane black hole. So that's kind of that issue. But um, there's something also... Honestly, it's a little bit time consuming. There's something a little bit satisfying about you know unsubscribing and actually seeing the results yourself. Um, Sean, yeah, Sean in the chat room says inbox zero is still a useful thing, especially today. I agree 100%, Sean, but at the same time, it's difficult to achieve. And you know, sometimes that's not a direction we we choose to go. I, I don't want to feel the pressure of inbox zero because I don't want to feel like I'm failing. Because there's no way that that's going to happen. I I just looked it up and Unroll Me is owned by Nielsen. So that's a TV ratings company, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, but their ratings go beyond just television now. No, they do. Oh, of course. All kinds of stuff. So yeah, this kind of makes sense. It's it probably feeds in nicely to uh, the way they're aggregating information. Yeah, they have a page about how they use it. Um, I mean, technically, I, if they if they have a list of what everybody's trying to keep and not keep, they have interest at that point. So, if you know, if I'm unsubscribing from you know Tesla's at this point, the newsletter I get from Tesla, and keeping Ford email, then they may know that I you know they haven't felt. In fact, it says that, you know, they're collecting all your purchase receipts, all your travel reservations, shipping confirmations, and, you know, presumably they're not selling that on an individual basis, but. But that's really interesting. So they could, they could anonymize that and get an idea, sort of like they anonymize, at least in theory, uh, the, the, the TV shows you watch. You know, I think I'd rather unsubscribe myself than having the Nielsen company be able to read every email that I receive. Yeah, I, I did stop using it, stopped using it. So I was concerned a little bit. Well, yeah, I'd... it's been years. Um, so let me know what I should be looking for. 
Oh, it's, it's, I mean, it sounds like, and you know, we don't want to, we don't want to trash them because we are speaking a little yeah, bit out of, out of ignorance here, but no, you know, no. how about just out of caution, you know, take a good hard look at it. And if unenrolled me suits you, that's great. If you are comfortable giving them access to your email, great. Um, I want to make sure that uh, I welcome Kelly Gamont in. Kelly is, has joined us. Welcome. Good to see you, Kelly. Hey, it's really nice to be here. Hey. I never know, never know which direction your hair is going to go. No one does. It's that all directions. Kelly. That's all directions. the direction it goes. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's not like I know or have any input into. This is not a controllable process. situation. No, <laughs> Brittany and I have already let go and let hair. That's right. Exactly. Like you, you can do. put it up or let it be down, but you don't get to choose what it does in each one of those forms. No, you do not. When you two are on, it definitely increases the entropy of the show. <laughs> <laughs> so many one of reasons. The sweetest things I have ever heard. That's so nice. <laughs> K- Kelly, uh, you're wearing your flannel shirt. I am. And, and I didn't realize that it was uh, Portland and Boulder formal night. And so I took mine off shortly before uh, the show. Yeah. Oh, what yeah. about the pants? If- pants. But we don't talk about the pants here. Well, I mean, if you take the shirt, if you have the shirt, the flannel shirt on and no pants, I think that's the look you're going for. That's that's the look I often go for. That's just sort of <laughs> yeah. Jeff's look. I don't. Now that's a Portland. I remember when I went there. But that, that, guy, got arrested. Right. that guy got arrested shortly after I screamed. So. So you're the buzzkill. OK, I'll keep that in mind. It, interestingly. <laughs> Um, if it was a, a public statement, um, then that wouldn't have happened because nudity is considered free speech in Oregon. That's true. It's a part of speech. So if you're making a statement or something, then you're good. You, you mean if you are making a speech naked, you're making a statement or if you're just standing there, you're making a statement. It depends if it's part of your free speech. If you're like, undressed yeah. to protest a thing. Mm-hmm. And your your method of drawing attention to the thing is to draw attention to yourself by way of not wearing any clothing. You can do that. There was a lady who was protesting by riding her bike undressed along the waterfront in downtown Portland. And uh, <laughs> there were police who were calling to report it because they wanted someone to check on her and make sure it wasn't she wasn't cold because it was like January and it was chilly outside. So they just want to make sure she was OK. That's Portland. But but it is the city of the naked bike ride. So mm-hmm. oh. but when but lived, not in have, January. When I lived we in London one. too. When I when I lived in London, my family came over to visit. We were on top of a, uh, the bus, the double decker. Mm-hmm. And literally 200, 300 naked bike riders through London just going by. We had, you know, through, yep. it's a glorious thing. I don't know beautiful thing. why they were protesting something, maybe. But. They weren't protesting. It was maybe just the annual naked bike ride, which is right. what we have here, which is not a protest. It's just, hey, look, it's naked bike ride. Hmm. Yeah, our, our naked bike ride is on uh, Halloween. Hmm. And uh, you can't be naked for protest, but uh, full topless is okay in Boulder. I mean, what it comes down to is Boulder really, really wants to be Portland. But uh, but you know Portland's Portland and and you, how are you, you going also to want a really that? comfortable bike seat? Um, 
it's but, you know, they have those bike seats where they have the cutout in the middle. Mm. I don't just know where saying. I lost control. What were you saying? I, I, I was just going to say, is this the New Year's resolutions? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm just trying to, <laughs> trying, to get, trying, to try to get this back. Um, the one other thing, since he's not here to defend himself, we'll pick on Guy. But yeah. Guy made a resolution that he was going to um, not switch mics every, you know, all the time. <laughs> that did that yeah. last twelve hours before we saw on yeah, Facebook well, that he had a new mic. We can report that he did use a new mic on In Touch with iOS with myself and Jeff, and and it, it kind was, of sucked. It was a train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so guy guy dropped his. How about anybody else? Um, any success or failure, de- declared failures with any of yours? Resolutions? Resolutions or just objectives. If your objectives have failed by January 18th, then that's pretty sad. Pretty standard, yeah. actually. I mean, I yeah. I had COVID on, on uh, New Year's, so I probably resolved not to have COVID again. See how it goes. It's been uh, two weeks. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by our Patreon subscribers and Mac Voices After Dark. Ever wonder what happens before the Mac Voices live shows? Or what happens when the show ends or after the live feed closes? That's where Mac Voices After Dark comes in. If you are a Patreon supporter at any level, you get access to the video of our off-camera conversations. Uncensored, unedited, and always off the wall. It's a small thank you to our Patreon supporters who want to peek behind the curtain. Become a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash macvoices. And thanks to everyone who supports the show. I, I think that's an I excellent plan. Don't have COVID yeah. again. No, twice is enough. <clears throat> Once is too many. Yeah, I mean, uh, twice really. is about three times too many. I got a new job. I said I was going to resolve to get a new job. I start next week. Hey, that's cool. Awesome. You talk about it remote. Hmm? Sure. Um, it's um remote. Um, it's a remote from home and some office uh, work too. It's an IT job. I do IT support, so I'll be supporting uh, an office. It's basically not a trucking company, not a cargo company, not a machinery company, but somehow they're involved in getting large machines to companies. They do the logistics for it. So they gave examples like uh, they did Apple. And, uh, uh, they, uh, they talked about going to the uh, spaceship, uh, the new one, not the spaceship. Um, and they were involved with in getting Park. some of that. Uh, what is it called again? Apple Park. Apple Park. They they were involved in getting some of the big air conditioning units that will go you know, in these places there. So they deal with kind of like getting with the shipping containers and things like that. So anyways, um, it's, I didn't know it exists. It's uh, literally about seven miles from here is the office I'd be supporting. And, um, and but it's basically remote and go there uh, here and there. Was your previous job not remote? My last job? Yeah. No, it was, I told the story a few times, but the, the story is I um, took a job at a retirement community uh, doing their IT support uh, and it did three or four uh, communities. So I traveled between them and I was hired as more as a hands uh, on, on, on site. So I had, you know, for anything you couldn't do remotely, I would be there uh, to do it. So um, 
then COVID hit. And my wife, who was supposed to be traveling all the time for work, and my son that was supposed to be in school and driving himself around. um, And so I took the job to keep myself busy while the house was empty. COVID hit and they're stuck at home. They're, you know, you know, my wife's at home and my son's at home. And uh, they call me up at the retirement company after three weeks of uh, the initial COVID, you know, went through and, uh, you know, everybody was sidelined for a bit. They said, you're essential. We need you to come back in. Uh, you know, the residents need to communicate with their families. So, you know, we set up iPads, we set up FaceTime, we set up Skype for all these people. Um, and uh, so I was the only person going in um, to this place. Um, so I was leaving the house and everybody was here. So that was the irony of that. Um, but I loved, it was a great job. And I did, I think I spoke about it, but uh, basically mostly supporting the staff, but um, uh, doing sessions with the uh, residents, the elderly, and it was challenging because they don't understand technology. Everybody had iPhones or iPads. A few of them had, you know, I would get people come up to me with a flip phone and say, how do I get on Facebook on this thing? You know, it was crazy. It was all over the place. Uh, a lot of times they come out and they forget why they're even coming to you. But I love the job. Um, contract ended, looked um, for a while and, um, I had a few offers uh, that I took down and then um, also didn't start because of uh, I had COVID again. But next week, um, should we again? Congratulations. Good. Congratulations. That's great. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. And that should help with your resolution to not get COVID again. If I don't leave the house right. um, or the basement, yeah, that, that, this, that would help. So, yeah. Um, I kind of and in the process of turning my son's basement, he's off to college into my karaoke wonderland. Yeah, my work labyrinth. So I got like the dual monitors. I got a. I'm in. This is my right? new toy. And um, yeah, I'm ready to go. Good job. Good job. Well, the other thing I asked the panel to take a look at tonight was to to tell us what their best or favorite piece of third-party hardware was that they got in the last year. And I asked them to do third-party hardware because it seemed like the M1 Max, the iPhone 13 were, you know, obvious choices and we could go down those holes and never come back. So I told them to put those on the shelf and figure out what some of the best hardware was they got from third parties last year. So who's who's up for the challenge? Because uh, I think everybody once went scrambling first to their Amazon lists. And then start looking at everything else. <laughs> um, I'm happy to go first if you want. Please. Sure, dive, dive in, Jeff. Okay. Um, so I'll, I'll turn this into a two-parter. All right. I can't pick the keyboard that I, that I just got, which ties in to my resolution, which was uh, to, uh, to branch out from the keyboard that, I, that I'd been using for... I think 15 years, probably longer, actually probably closer to 20 years, which is the Matthias Tactile Pro. And so I got a, a Keychron with uh, with blue switches. I need to know everything about this keyboard. Oh, well, then Kelly, <laughs> we, we so have another excuse to waste too much time on the phone together. Okay. Um, I, I, I will give you all the details. Anyhow, um, the, the plan was that I wanted to do something where I branched out 
from what I had been using for so long to see if there are other uh, keyboards that would work well for me. And I'm loving the keyboard. So uh, hooray for me for burning new neural pathways. Um, now, part two, the, uh, the technology that I bought that's not Apple that uh, I'm really happy that I bought last year took some narrowing down because uh, just going through my Amazon list, I bought a lot of stuff. Um, but the thing that really stands out is the iFi hip deck portable deck. Really? Because yes. Uh, now I I'm using the, the, the shit Modi three at my desk all the time. And I love it because uh, you know, it, it, it just sounds awesome. But if I want something that I can plug headphones into that I can use with my Mac, my iPad, or my iPhone, the shit Modi 3 isn't going to do it. My Audio Engine D3, I can use with my Mac or my iPad, but I need to plug it into a powered hub to use it with my iPhone. So that just wasn't cutting it for me. So I thought, let's try out the, the hip deck. And it turns out this is a really cool deck. And uh, and I I use it at my Mac if I want to listen to music in headphones. But I also use it with my iPhone and my iPad. And it's turned into this uh, general use audio quality enhancement tool. And it turned out to be a surprise hit for me. Um, Jeff, you you kind of stole my second my second place item, <laughs> um, and that would have been the Shipmodi three, because I'm I'm with you. I it, that's something that I use probably. I'm not going to say every day, but you know, the, uh, the large part of the days in the week, and it just is has made a huge difference to me enjoying music. Well, Chuck, I am more than happy to wax poetic about the the Shitmodi three with you, because holy crap, what a wonderful, awesome deck! And yeah. uh, and the only reason it isn't my my only deck that I use all the time, I guess that's kind of redundant, is because it doesn't have a headphone, have a headphone jack, and sometimes there's enough ambient noise around where I live that I want headphones but I still want my high quality audio. Yeah. And you can add the headphones, you know, if, if you want just by adding a separate box to it. I mean, there is a way right. it's not like it's prohibitive, but um, I just find, found that, you know, since as I've said so many times on the, on the uh, show, I live alone. You know, the ambient noise has to come from outside. And so it's not like I have that many distractions. And if there are, I just turn up the volume which is never a problem. Which is a totally acceptable solution. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Shit mode three. I love it. And uh, and that's what's plugged into my Mac all the time. And uh, a minute before I, uh, I joined our call today, I was listening to music through my Audio Engine A5s that was being uh, uh, pumped through the Shit mode 3. Hmm. Sounds like it. Okay, well, that's uh, that. I, I like the fact that you, you know, you kind of picked two, but I can, you know, I can uh, get you one. Oh, I can keep picking. Well, I, yeah, I can fill a whole show just yeah. with my oh, stuff. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> David, you want to get in? 
Yeah, well, first one is uh, the IMAP, like really fall in love with is this MX Master 3 uh, Logitech mouse. I'm really am loving this thing. It's uh, ergonomic. It's, and I got the, I've got the magic uh, touchpad right next to me, and I just, I keep them here anyway. And it's, I tend to go to the mouse more, but it's just because of its ergonomics. It's really nice. But the other cool thing about it is it does have the software where you can, you know, it's got, three different mouse connections so i can have three different computers connected to it as well as i can uh, have the software that lets me move over to the other screen uh on another computer at the same time so uh so it's uh it's a uh, it's been a really cool mouse but uh but uh, uh jeff also recommended early last year's when i uh, when we were talking about the audio engine uh the d1 uh and i'm been really loving that one too that's uh, on my list too but i had it long enough that it doesn't yeah. qualify as a 2021 purchase <laughs> oh, no, I, I did buy this in 2021 so i can i could uh i could say that so both those things have been you know my mainstay sitting next to me every day um, on this computer so uh but uh yeah it, it's got great sound and unfortunately i have the, i do have these bose old bose uh computer speakers uh i forgot what they call them um that uh it's got the round knob you can change it but it's got uh it's got some just uh interference issues so it's kind of a bummer because it does have good sound but uh and i had it plugged into the deck and yeah unfortunately i can't use it but uh, i got the headphones and of course that does have a headphone jack so i can easily use you know headphones I, I love that audio engine deck and yeah. uh, it's actually just sitting right over there. It's right there. <laughs> I mean, which I think what this says is that there are a lot of great decks out there. Go get one, you know, which, whichever yeah. one seems to suit you. Take a look at the features and figure out what, what suits you best. Yeah. Uh, I'll make the purchase choice easy for, for everyone. I mean, now that we've turned this into what DAC should you buy for your Mac? Uh, got the audio engine because that's going to give you the most versatility for what you're buying. And it's a really good price because it has a headphone jacks. It has RCA. It does optical. Um, and uh, you can Hold on just as a product. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It's nice and small. It's a, it's a, it is a great product. And when you say great price, what exactly, what is that price point? 119, I, I think. Yeah, yeah. I want to say it's about 120 bucks. Okay. So, to 120 bucks with other device makers for the features that the audio engine. It's the D2. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, it's not even available on Amazon anymore. That's not good. Uh, uh, they're probably just back stocked or uh, back ordered. It just is um, currently unavailable. Yep. Yeah. It's that popular, but anyhow, yeah. uh, for the price you pay okay. for everything you get mm -hmm. and the versatility, I, I think it's a absolute winner. Yeah. Okay. So Webb in the chat room throws his favorite in um, the aftershocks, and the company has changed their names now, named now to just Shocks, the OpenCom headset. And I know I, I saw mm. a briefing on this from CES that this was, I guess, relatively new. Um, we knew enough that they were promoting it, um, mm -hmm. but it, it did. It looked really, really nice. Um, it looks like it's, it's uh, if memory serves, it has a little DSP boom mic to mm -hmm. give a uh, better, better vo voice, excuse me. And, um, you know, I, what I don't know, <clears throat> and what maybe you can enlighten us a little bit, is, you know, how much bleed there is 
for, for the people that are around you. I mean, it's, it's great for you because I've, I've, I have Aftershocks headphones and they're great. It just depends on how private you want conversations to be. Um, sure. And then that would be my first question about it. Yeah. So Webb says, I would not say shocks are high fidelity, but I use them at work on both my telephone and my Mac, so I'm not tied to my desk. Yeah, there's a lot to be said for that in the question. Yeah. They're good. I have a pair of them. I like them. Yeah. Yeah. They're, for people who don't know, they're bone conduction, so it doesn't go in your ear or over your ear. Like It hangs on your ears, but then there's a little piece in front that sort of touches your, your face right along here, and like that's where the sound comes in. It's not like in your ears or anything, and so it's kind of an odd sensation if you're not used to it. Um, if you had an old Jawbone Bluetooth headset back in the day, it's that mm. same kind of idea. Um, so it's like that, but... You know uh, so. It's weird at first, but then you get, once you get used to it, it, it can be pretty great. Uh, unless you're stoned. Then it'll, <laughs> well, it'll speaking kind of, of which, freak you out. Speaking of which, when I had, so I have a pair of those. So I also, I sold them, but I had a pair of the uh, Bose frames, which were also uh, speakers. I don't know if you've seen them, but the uh, same kind of ambient noise. But anyways, I had the Aftershocks, the sunglasses, and my AirPods Pro all in at the same time, <laughs> my head exploded. I had to get a new head. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you and that's hard. how you got COVID. Why? Why? Right? why? Uh, are those expensive? New heads? Um, <laughs> not as much as the uh, AirPods Pro. <laughs> the panel's back in the next edition of Mac Voices to continue our discussion of some of our favorite purchases of 2021 and why we made them. And believe me, they are very, very varied. So until the next time, I'm Chuck Joyner. This is Mac Voices. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, Consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com